those who can do, those who cannot do it on the internet. FancyPantsGangsters.com about actors who are heard but not seen and if you've listened to the last few shows you'll notice that we've got we've had a fair amount of mass effect andromeda people and and some of that is because i'm a big fan of the game and some of that is because a little behind the scenes action here i will just go down a list of something and i will ask everyone all at once and so sometimes we get these runs where it's just a lot of the the same work the same video game the same whatever and if you've been paying attention to the past few shows You'll notice that one of the common themes with Mass Effect Andromeda is that a lot of the voice actors, they're not super established. I mean, they're they're people that have been working for a while, but there's not a lot of the big names that the original Mass Effect series had. And that is exemplified in this week's guest, because this is literally this was literally her first job ever. At least in voice work. I'm assuming I'm assuming since she's over the age of fourteen, she's had some jobs before this. But in terms of voice acting, this is her very first job and we're gonna talk to her all about that. I wanna welcome uh Carrie Schultons onto the show. Carrie, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. Thanks for having me. Super excited. Oh good. Good. That, <laughs> oh yeah. That's uh that's proof that you haven't listened to the show. So um, that's that's always nice. <laughs> That's always I've nice. I've seen your guest list. I've seen your guest list, man. It's impressive. It's impressive. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, this, and that's who you have to live up to. So I hope you're ready. There you go. Oh, I'm beyond ready. <laughs> <laughs> so so for people that don't know how you got involved in this, you're almost, it's it almost seems like a made up story. Like something like if you were going to make, if you were going to set a very boring drama in the voice actor world, this is the, or, you know, like, a rom- <laughs> or like a romantic comedy or something like that. Oh yeah. Th- this is the, this is the plot line that you would do. Oh yeah. I mean, if, if you gave this story to a publisher, they would send it back and say, no, this is, this is too unbelievable. We can't, there's no way we can market this for sure. So no, it, it, it's just, it's totally been just such a wild ride. And, and I just feel, feel very lucky to, to have gotten to go on it. So, so you entered a contest. It was, I think it was called Explorers Wanted. Correct. Yeah. You were among, my guess is roughly 6 billion entrants in that, <laughs> in that. Yeah. My, my, my guess was a little bit lower when I found out I had won. I was thinking like, oh, the contest must not have gone very well. They must have gotten like 15 people. So, yeah, it was in the ballpark of like 16,000, I heard. Wow. So pretty wow. good. And you were one of two winners, actually, because um, yes, they, they, needed, they, they needed a man and a woman. Uh, so yes. just for, for balance sake. And, correct. And, and you got in and you had been, I'm assuming, a voice actor, a voice acting fan well before this this was not like a, that, a this wasn't like yeah. a sorority bet or anything like that that you had to go right through. no 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 i uh no i had been a voice acting fan for i mean i guess arguably since i was in high school because that's kind of when i first got into like gaming and the, the first rpg i was really really into ironically enough was um was knights of the old republic another bioware classic so 
Um, so it's kind of interesting. So that's kind of when I started to like notice that, oh, the voice actor that was in this thing is also in this thing. And then I would get on IMDb and look at his or her stuff. And, and, uh, in the recent past, I've got really into, um, to critical role on geek and sundry where all those voice acting nerds play D and D. And I just love, you know, they're just, they're fun to watch. They're fun to, to keep track of. And I like listening for them in games and realizing like, Oh, that's Matt Mercer. Oh, that's Laura Bailey. Like that's just, it's so cool and, and fun. And I really enjoy that. So yeah, but this was my first time actually doing it. And, uh, it was, it was just wild. Now you're, you're a teacher by day if, if memory serves, right? Yeah, that's correct. I teach uh, algebra in high school. So, in high school. Yeah. So, so it is reasonable to assume that your students have played your game and interacted it, with your character. A lot of them. A lot of them say they have, and they just they they're so geeked when they come in the next day. You can just tell there's that little twinkle in their eye, and they're like, "Miss Schultons, guess what? <laughs> I found you." Like it's just it's it's uh, it it is weird. They say that it is particularly weird. Uh, one of the questions my kids asked was. Uh, Ms. Schultons, is there anywhere in the game where you swear? And I'm like, see ya. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I I do play a multiplayer character, and um, I do say a few swears. So got to keep that under under the old hat. Ah. Yeah. Remember that when you you have your, your teacher evaluation later this year yeah right right uh, no they just praise me for being genuine with my kids so hey. there you go hey, you can't well, lose there, there, that, <laughs> there there's always that i suppose so there you go there so you, you, you enter this contest and yeah. and for people that don't know the contest you're you're given a script that and you were like mm-hmm. you have to do these characters and 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 you have to do it this way when you when you were doing that i'm assuming you're recording it at you know in your home maybe on your iphone yeah. or something like that well, I was, I was actually, it kind of came just at the right time. I was working on my master's project, uh, which was a documentary I was working on. So I had a microphone that I had borrowed from a friend, um, cause I was going to just do the narration for that. And, um, so I had this microphone I had ironically enough at the behest of a friend, I had just finished the mass effect trilogy. I had never played it before, like really late in the game. And, and he's like, you must here they are play them immediately. And so I did, I had this microphone, I had just finished and this contest popped up and I was like, okay, well, the stars are aligned, might as well. And, uh, and lo and behold, yeah, I, I, there were two scripts. I read them both, um, which they weren't very clear on to read just one or to read them both. So I just read them both. Um, and, uh, and yeah, they, they picked me. They said that, um, there was one script that was for like a, a reporter, like an interviewer. Yep. And they said that they could hear that as she was introducing herself, well, she in my case, she was introducing herself, uh, that I was smiling while I was, while I was saying it like, and that was, that was the thing. And, and to, to think that it was something that intricate, um, is, is just insane just to think about all the ones that they went through and and they heard that one little thing and they were like yep it's just it i it's crazy it's just crazy to think about in classic fashion and anyone that's listening to this show knows that this is actually fairly common for voice acting Mm -hmm. auditions is that you ended up playing characters that neither of those scripts were ones that were lines that you did so you had had no Uh, idea when you when you showed up that day uh to Mm -hmm. uh to what you're going to be playing Correct. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I've been playing through the game myself. Um, now 
Uh, all my statements and my opinions are my own, but I came upon something kind of interesting. So they said that the character that I auditioned for the script wasn't actually in the game. Well, here's the thing. I did find an interviewer. Now, her name is not Jordan Tate, uh, but it has a lot of the same lines that I auditioned for in the script for, for a Jordan Tate. Get this. This is going to blow your mind. Guess what, coincidentally, the character's name is? I actually know this because I was just playing it, and it's it's one it's one of, it's one of the romance options because you can you can romance the reporter. Yes. Uh, and what's her name? Uh, it's K, it's Carrie. It's K K E R I. It's Carrie, though. Correct. Yeah. But it's Carrie. I'm gonna forever claim that that was based on me. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it, and they can refute it all they want. I'm gonna just say it. So whatever. But anyway, I'm a oh big yeah. fan of taking credit for things that you can't prove one way or the other. So I perfect. Think I'm, I'm exactly. Down. I'm down for that. Exactly. Wonderful. Thanks. You're in on this now too. Perfect. Yeah. And we have it, we have it recorded and it's on the internet and everyone knows that the internet is is gospel. Everyone can find it. It's exactly. there. It exists. <laughs> so you show up. So, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming uh, so you mm-hmm. you've, like they inform you I'm assuming by email or phone call or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 just emailed me. I got an email on Thanksgiving morning. I was sitting here watching the the old Macy's parade and okay. I just got this and it's like you are a potential winner. I'm like, oh my god! Oh, you, you, they, didn't, like, they didn't even tell you that you were a winner. They were just that you were a potential. No, winner. that's the thing that killed me. I'm like, what does potential mean? Like, what <laughs> is that? Like, I, I'm Sean Trainer, my my lovely associate at Bioware, the guy who I was working with through through this whole process, must have just hated me in that first like three days because I sent him probably a approximately one gajillion messages about like what does potential mean do i need to be worried is there anything else you need like what is this they they had me sign a few forms and and such um but yeah no it's just it was a long series of emails and and figuring out where to go they they were sending me to one of three places um i believe it was edmonton london or la and basically it was whatever was cheapest for them so it was just it ended up being LA and and it was phenomenal, just phenomenal. Now you do uh, you do a character in the single player. Uh, you play yes. it. Spo- minor spoilers, but it's it's there's there's no uh, there's no vast intergalactic conspiracy involved in your yep. character, so it's not a huge deal. Uh, <laughs> but you you play Jill, this, Correct, uh, this character yes. Jill, uh, who is in isn't she's she's talked about longer than I think her actual lines are. Right, right, absolutely. That's the truth. It is it is a very brief walk on for for the build up that she is given. So, mm-hmm. but I appreciate I appreciate the build up too, you know, whatever you can get. <laughs> and then and then and I didn't actually know this ahead of time. I didn't realize that you'd also done a, a multiplayer character as well. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. I uh if you play human female infiltrator, that's me. Hey, that's so. that's who I played the one time I played multiplayer. So No way. Yeah. yeah. That's me. A lot of a lot of grunts and groans and horrible dying sounds and a lot of little oh. one liners and it's great. Trust me, I heard the dying sound a lot in that one yeah. time I played. So yeah, I'm <laughs> very, very familiar with your work. The recording the dying sounds was possibly the most embarrassing part of the whole deal. There was one I had to do on fire. It was the last one I did of the day. It was on <laughs> fire dying. And there were three. I had to do a short one, a medium one and a long one. And the long one just I wasn't 
it's hard to go all out when you're sitting there in front of people, two of which happen to be Frida Wolf and Tom Taylorson. It's hard to go full on, just totally let yourself go and embarrass yourself. Finally, Caroline Livingstone, which who was incredible. She was our voice director. She just put her hand in the air behind the glass there and said, I'm going to leave my hand here and I want you to scream until I put it down. And it was really a really weird, interesting moment. So I was just like, okay. Like I was still just really taken like aback by this whole experience. And so I did, I just screamed my lungs out until she put her hand down. And thank God that was my last line of the day. Cause I pretty much blew my voice out. I'm sure, I'm sure things are well planned out in that regard. So were you there just for a day then? Yep. Just, well, I was actually in LA. I got in on a, Oh God, was it? I think it was a Sunday. And then I recorded on a Monday and then left on Tuesday. So I was actually there for two nights, but I, yeah, the, the recording was all in one day. Okay. So that, cause that was going to be my next question is you've got, I think Jill's got maybe 10 lines in the whole thing. Yeah. Well, the weird thing was they had already had another actor record Jill, another actress. And I don't know what happened on their end. Like the, the devs just wanted to go in another direction. And so when it was my turn to go, Uh, Caroline says, yeah, you're going to be playing a character named Jill and Frida who had already offered. She's like, I'll go in the booth with you just in case you need anything. And like, she was so sweet. And, uh, she kind of turns around and looks at Caroline like aghast. And, and she goes, she's going to be playing Jill, like, like Jill, Jill, like Gil's friend, Jill. And, uh, and Caroline goes, yeah, she is. And Frida like looks back at me kind of with this incredulous look on her face and goes, oh, good for you. And that's when I really freaked out. I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Like I was just, (laughs) I was, I was already nervous enough, but then to realize like I was going to be re-recording something another professional had already done. I was, I was terrified. So I ended up having the, that was probably the hardest one because I had to match her pace, but not do it exactly like her. And so that was tough. That was that was really tough because they had already programmed the character's mouth moving, so they couldn't. Oh, uh, okay. I, I couldn't deviate from that pace like at all, like down to fractions of a second, and so uh, so that was crazy. So you're you're doing this this small part, you're doing the, the multiplayer stuff. Yes. You, you kind of come in, you're 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 essentially thrown to the wolves. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And and that that isn't a weird pun on Frida's last name. I was, was I was gonna say, that please was, let it be. That was not <laughs> that was not intentional, but. But we're gonna run with it. We're gonna pretend I'm that clever. And, oh, and we love you, Frida. Thank you, girl. <laughs> and and then you're just kind of—I don't want to say you're just kind of dumped, but it's just like like you just come in, you do your thing, and yeah. you're out. Mm-hmm. And well, it was it was you know it was just such a cool experience. They they really took their time and made sure that it was it didn't it was that. But it didn't feel like that. They they spent like, you know, Tom and Frida spent like the whole day with us and they didn't have to do that. You know, like all of them, like those two, uh, Caroline and like some friends of theirs, we all went to dinner that night, like on BioWare's Dime. Like it was they really made it an experience. And and for that, I, I will always be a <laughs> a loyal BioWare customer. So. Yeah, this this is like the most expensive marketing they've ever done because they they had to fly you out and they got one whole fan out of it. Correct. There so, you go. See, see I know. There. So, but yeah, it it was truly truly awesome. Now you said you said that you had just finished Mass Effect when you entered the the uh, the contest. Yep. 
Correct. But you said you've been playing these games for a while. Did it ever kind of cross your mind that, you know, maybe this is something I could do? I mean, not really. No, not really at all. Like, there there have been times when I'm just kind of, like, before the main character spoke, this is so nerdy, I can't believe I'm saying this, before the main characters actually had a voice actor associated with them, something I would do um, when I was younger was say the lines. Like, when they actually had, like, the exact line you would say. I would I would say the lines like before my character like before I selected it. So it was like the other characters on the screen were like actually responding to me. And like I said before there were actual voice actors with the main character, that was it, you know? And so I would pretend and it would be it would be fun and whatever. So like I guess that other than that though, I never really thought it would happen. Like it 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 it's just it's it's one in a million and or one in 16,000 I guess. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, no, I never really thought I would, I would pursue that. I mean, heck I, I didn't even do like drama in high school. Um, mm. it's something I always wanted to do, but I, uh, I did sports and in my high school, you really kind of had to pick. Um, and I, not that they made us, you just, the time commitment, it, it couldn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. So, so no, I never really thought that that would be a thing I would do. And here we are. How about that? Well, and now that you have your ta- a taste for it. Oh, do you yeah. do you foresee leaving the highly lucrative profession of teaching high school <laughs> for for the equally highly lucrative voice acting world? I mean, oh geez, that is such a tough question. It's so funny. My my brother's girlfriend. We just got together this week, and we were, she she asked me the same thing. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's it's hard to know. I love teaching. I really love teaching. It's awesome, and the kids are great, and they're just you know. It's it's the best. But I mean, if somebody came to me tomorrow and said you could be a big, big star, like, I don't know. It's hard to make that decision until you have to make that decision, I think. And and I, I kind of am working toward at least doing a little bit more voice acting. I actually just got a, a audiobook gig and I'm working uh-huh. on that right now. And so like and that's fairly well paid. And you know, at the very least for now, it's something to do in the summers. It's something to do on my, on my breaks. And, you know, you never know, you never know. You just gotta, might take the plunge and something might happen and something might not. And both of those are fine. So. Well, and, and nowadays, you know, even, even if, you know, so much of the industry is based around, you know, the big cities and, 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 right. and whatnot, you can, you can have a viable voice career in you know, Eastern Michigan, if you, if you want to, right. I mean, the technology is, has allowed something like that to be viable. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I have my home set up obviously, but like very near where I live, there's a uh, Grand Rapids and they have several studios and it was actually tossed around really briefly. Like, <clears throat> like on my way out when I was talking to, um, to Caroline, she, she didn't know we were going to be playing multiplayer characters. We just had like an extra hour and a half and she goes, Hey, and so she says, uh, if we need anything else from you, are there studios near where you live? And I was like, yeah, there's one about a half an hour for me. She goes, okay, great. We can use that if we need to. So like that, the idea that that was an option had never even crossed my mind. And, and so knowing that it is, it kind of opens up a lot of things. The fact that the voice director for your part mm-hmm. didn't know what characters you're going to do that day. <laughs> she, well... Here's well, the thing. And, and this is yeah. this isn't me like ragging on her. It was just like no. 
there are spy agencies that communicate with each other more <laughs> regularly than than the voice world. I swear to God, every every episode we talk about this, where where there's so much secrecy surrounding the the you know voice work and video games especially and all this stuff. But the fact that the voice director didn't even know what you were doing yet. <laughs> right, right. She, I think what had happened was she had three roles on the docket for me. I was going to be Jill. I was this engineer that you run into like 10 minutes into the game that says uh, it's the one where you're first learning how to use your scanner. I'm like, hey, up here, we got to balance the power, like blah, blah, blah. Um, then I play like a concerned racist citizen somewhere on somewhere on uh, on the uh, Hyperion. And so the thing the the thing that she didn't know was whether or not we would have time for me to record uh, the the multiplayer character. And because, like I said, it was just kind of a, a random collection of sound bits. It was a lot of the exertion palette. So a lot of like, like, ah, oh, look out, like like little like snippets. And so I think basically they had that last on the docket in case we didn't have time. It wouldn't be the end of the world if they had to like superimpose someone else's voice over that. Like anybody could do that. So we ended up having time and she threw me threw us back in and uh, we did that. And I'm really glad because that was maybe the most fun I had all day was just getting to shout into the microphone. And there was one line I had to say was it was a uh, stay on task. And I'm like, I just got to scream that at the top of my lungs. I'm like, oh, my God, guys, I don't know if I've told you I'm a teacher. This is <laughs> absolutely magical. I need to I need to preserve this in my heart. Just give me a second. <laughs> so, what, well, so what you need is so yeah. you, need, you need a, a soundbite that you can just play during your classes and just, That's just, exactly just right. hit a button. <laughs> I need that for sure. I need that for sure. Like a little soundboard of all my little snippets. And, <laughs> and I, wa I want to bring something up for people that may have missed it. Uh, Miss Miss Schultons here has done a grand total of one. I'm assuming four hour session. Yes, it was a four. Ish. It was, a four, four it was uh, my actual sesh was about probably 45 minutes. Okay, so you're you're proving my point even harder, and you don't even know it. <laughs> so she's done 45 minutes of voice acting. She's already referring to them as seshes, and <laughs> and and she used the phrase. What what was it? Exertion palette? Is that what? Is an that exertion what? palette. An exertion yeah. palette. You are such a lifer, and you've done <laughs> you've done less than an hour of work. I just that I, is I just, adorable. Oh, thank you. I like to be adorable. I just you know I mean I just wanted to soak the whole experience in you know and and I think that for that I was just. I was listening really hard. <laughs> and so I was like, like every time I had a question, I was, I wasn't cool about it. I was just like, what's that? What's an exertion palette? What do we do? And, uh, and pretty much how she described it was exactly the way I just did. It's a lot of like, ooh, ah, ooh. and, uh, and so it was just, I mean, the whole, the whole thing was just such a cool learning experience. And yeah, I definitely think I've been bitten by the bug. There are, there are worse things in the world. Absolutely. So I assume now, you know, now that you are a a a, a published voice actor, a mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know if published is the right word, but that's the one we're going I, with. Yes. I have an IMDb credit. You have an IMDb that credit. Is. That works. That works. Yeah. It's more than I, more than I have, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming before you get an agent, before you get any sort of representation, I'm assuming you were given some sort of of hired thug to prevent you from talking about any other projects you've got going oh. forward. Yeah. Um, as far as like, as far as like 
Like, what do you mean? I don't just understand. Anything, like, just anything, because it seems like you guys, you you can't. The secrecy extends even beyond the industry because because one thing we talk about all the time on the show is that stupidly i ask every episode what do you got coming up that people that you can talk about and every time yeah every time it's like i can't tell you about this i can't tell you about this but you are in a unique position because you you're you're still new now i don't want to i don't want to risk your career this early but but uh, you, you mentioned the audiobook gig can you want to talk, you want to talk about that or can you talk uh, about that? Yeah, yeah, I can. Um the the audiobook is called Echoes of a Storm. It's a uh, dark fantasy, so like I mean, I'm totally into Dragon Age, so it's right up there. Uh and I'm working on it now. Um my deadline, I don't know when the actual audiobook will come out. Um but my deadline is the end of August. Um and I've been working like a crazy woman on that. Um that's been a huge challenge that's totally separate than, than other little voice acting gigs I've done. Um, just because little voice, like the little things, it's like reading a script. This is like reading a book, but aloud and with voices. And so it's like, it's been a totally unique experience and I've been really enjoying working on that. It's by an awesome, an awesome Scotsman named Alan Scott. Uh, and he has been lovely thus far. And so I, uh, I hope you guys listen to it when it comes out. Anything else? I, I thought I saw something where you're, you're doing anime now, or am I just am I just imagining things? I uh, I do a lot of stuff. I, I work ma- mostly through Casting Call Club. Um, I'm sure I've done some anime stuff. Like a lot of the things I do are for projects that I have no idea about, and that's like the little like paid gigs. Like I do a little five dollar gig here, ten dollar gig here. Uh, my biggest one was like a twenty dollar gig. I play RC in a in a Transformers animatic that this guy is doing so like you know it's just it's a lot of little snippets and it's just good ways to build your resume and i'm sure there's an anime or two in there (laughs) um but but yeah just kind of whatever's there and whatever pays and whatever i think can help uh you know kind of expose me so yeah and and that's just that's castingclub.com if i remember right uh casting call club casting call club there you go yeah which has which has been absolutely great, and um, the guy who runs the site Buford has been has been lovely as well. He's actually been in contact with me personally, and he's just a great guy. And I think the the site is a really cool place, and it's a good place for you know amateurs and professionals alike. And it's uh, it's been a cool ride. It's been a nice way to kind of extend this uh, this adventure. Nice. Now, assuming that this is just merely the beginning of a long and, and storied career. Yeah, hopefully. Um, what would you like to do? Like, what what is what is your what is the dream? As far as is there a particular character, particular kind of thing? Do you want to get into animation? Are you, do you are you happy with video games? Like, yeah. like what are you like? What would you if if you'd only? Or let me just rephrase this then. What mm-hmm. if you got one other gig in you in your mm-hmm. career? You get the Mass Effect thing, and you got one more thing, and then okay. you're 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 sent out into the wilderness. Yep. What what would that be? Um, I was gonna say another Bioware game, whatever they have coming next. Uh, but if I mean I got only one other thing, I hate to break my brand loyalty here, but I'd probably go with a Bethesda game. Um, only because I'm thinking career wise here, like if I had an in with Bethesda and an in with Bioware, well, I mean, my God, that's like the whole 
that's the whole enchilada. <laughs> so like, I mean, I, I would love to do more video games and I would love to do animation. I think those two are probably where my talent is at. Um, admittedly, I've tried to do, I've tried to do like commercial voice acting, like, you know, like the little sound bites you hear on the radio and on TV. And I'm not as good at that. And, and admittedly, so I, I am better at characters. And so the dream I guess is to is to get back into video games and get back into animation. I feel like those two fields kind of go hand in hand and and um yeah, I'd love to be able to do more of that. So so yeah. So now that you've you've done this role now and correct me if I'm wrong, you did this back in January. You recorded it back in January, right? Is that... That's yeah, that's correct. Okay. That's correct. It's it's now been about 4 months since you've done yeah. it. And right. and you've obviously got the taste for it. Mhm. Is is there but, but this is not something that you really seriously considered doing as as a job before this before this contest kind of rolled around right it, do you have this 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 itch to start taking classes or really kind of dive into you know i, I don't want to say make up for lost time because that that's right. uh, that seems a little dismissive but but like like really kind of go whole hog and it's like i want to take improv mm-hmm. classes and i want to do this and i want to do that like is there yeah. that is do you have that or is this more just like i'm cool with this i just want to see what happens I mean, huh, I think it's probably a mixture of both. The only thing that would keep me from taking improv classes or classes of any kind is that I'm poor. Teachers, <laughs> teachers. I mean, it's, it's you laugh, but oh uh, no, no, I, I'm, I'm well, I'm well aware. Trust me. <laughs> I had week old tortillas and cheese for dinner tonight. So, um, but no, it's it's. I don't, I don't make enough money to be able to have the luxury of taking classes, and I don't make enough money to to like voice acting to make up for that. So, you know, I'm, I'm just trying right now to do what I can from where I am and see if that opens any doors. And if it, if it gets to the point where it's not doing anything, then, then maybe, you know, maybe classes would be a good idea, but I, right now I'm just trying to invest in the things that are surely going to move me up, like investing in a good microphone and investing in, you know, things that, I am pretty positive are going to, are going to help me in the right, you know, move me in the right direction. And right now it's, it's classes are a little bit more of a gamble, especially around where I am. I'm not sure what I'm going to get. If I go to fricking Montcom community college, I'm not (laughs) sure what kind of, I'm not sure what kind of wonderful, wonderful acting classes I would get. And so, so yeah, it's a little bit more of a risk. So, you know, like I said, we'll just kind of ride the wave and see what happens. And I hope stuff happens. And if it doesn't, then maybe I should uh, reexamine that. Well, if you want to, if you want to keep track of Carrie and 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 all of her exploits, and and maybe even kick her a buck or two to get a to get a microphone, uh, you can uh, you can follow her. She's on Twitter. She's just Carrie Schultens, uh, which with the spelling, uh, we'll put that in the show notes because because it's it's spelled the wrong it's way. Weird. It's, it's weird. It's wrong. It's incorrect. Yeah. That's all there is. And to and, it. and I'm I, my my name is the same thing. It's spelled. It's a fairly normal name, but it's spelled wrong. So, uh, yep. Yeah, no yep. one, no one ever gets it right. But we'll put links to that in the show notes. <laughs> uh, you're also, we'll put a link to that, the casting call club on there as well for yep. for people because I'd like to think that people that listen to the show, there's a fair amount of people that want to be in your position where you're starting, you're just starting to get your your career rolling, and it sounds like that's a really good resource for people in in your yeah. in your position, especially if you're not in one of the major cities. Yeah, definitely, definitely for sure. And and, and people, you know. Like I said, you got you got the, the book coming out, mm-hmm. uh, which so let's let's say sometime by the end of the year, 
Yeah, I can think we can probably safely say that. Uh, I don't know how these things work, though. It's my first one, so <laughs> probably. So, so just just in time for Christmas. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, That's there right. you go. <laughs> well, Carrie... I'm really glad yeah. you got a chance to talk. I'm, oh I'm, my I'm, god, me too. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with you. Yeah, thank you very much, which, man. I appreciate which, that. Now that I say that, sounds a little creepy, but you know, whatever. no, it's cool. Whatever. It's fine. I get it. I have fans, man. I get it. It's cool. And uh, <laughs> and look for Carrie, and she she's hidden amongst the the, the teeming masses of Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, fine. Jill is, I think. I think Jill is probably the closest to your natural voice. Oh yeah. Jill yeah. is Jill is pretty much just me. Just you. Uh, yeah. Like I said, they they told me do her pace but don't do her voice. And so by that time it was all I could do to make words, let alone have a different weird voice. So yeah, it's pretty much just me. <laughs> all right. And then and then do you prom- because we gave you such great exposure, do you promise to oh. leak details of your of your much larger role in Mass Effect Andromeda 2? Oh, absolutely. Perfect. I mean, NDAs mean nothing here. Absolutely. They mean nothing Bring in it. the Behind the Voice family. The, so. the, the, well, the lawless land of Michigan. They can't touch you. Oh, absolutely not. They can't find me. I'm so way up north. <laughs> <You> know, they... <laughs> We're revealing it here. Jill is one of the playable characters in Mass Effect Andromeda 2. Oh, fingers crossed, man. <laughs> fingers crossed. Those cornrows, though? Those cornrows? Let's be real. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't... I, I don't want to say that's not a good look because that feels like insulting, I mean, but listen, since you didn't have we any... all we all want to see more Jill. Let's be honest. Like we want to know about her repopulating Andromeda single handedly, if need be. And, you know, that's her journey. That's her adventure. And and, and for people that haven't gotten to that part in the game now, they're very confused. But Oh wow. But that's Unravel okay. The mystery, kids. Unravel the mystery. Enjoy. <laughs> well, thank you, Carrie, so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast. You've been listening to The Voice Behind. If you'd like to support the show, visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash thevoicebehind. Supporters will get access to special outtakes, advance notice of future guests, and a live stream where you'll be able to listen to and ask questions of our guests live. Check out our website at fancypantsgangsters.com for links to the Patreon as well as our other social networks and the show notes for this week's show. Thanks for listening. Thank you.